This episode of Masters of the Cinematic Universe is brought to you by Mo DeWitt and DeWitt Law Firm. Maybe you get in an accident chasing down a homicidal liquid metal machine from the future, or a time-traveling car sends you skidding into a truck full of manure. Perhaps a homicidal child cracks your skull open with a paint can this holiday season. Mo understands that every case is unique. If you're injured on the go, just call Mo. Welcome to the Masters Class episode of Masters of the Cinematic Universe. We haven't done one of these in a little while, so uh, let's just talk and uh, see what's going on in our lives, and uh, we'll get back to the movies next week. I miss that you, buddy. Like a plan. Yeah. yeah. What you guys been up to? What's what's new in your worlds? Uh, I'm gonna go first. What's new in my world is commissions, man. A lot of commissions, paying them bills, making them doodles. Nice. I just finished. Uh, an X-Men piece is so cool, man. Oh, no, no, that. fuck that. Gambit wasn't in it. It's not the X-Men. I saw that. It was so cool, dude. Thank I mean, you, it was man. cool, but it wasn't right. I, mm. I do not appreciate what you did there. It took me back to my roots, which is yeah. just doodling superheroes, man. And now you can't go within a hundred feet of a uh, superhero headquarters. I was going to say, yeah, did no. you say d- doodling or noodling or yeah, diddling? diddling. Yeah. diddling. Yeah. I can't go to the school for gifted youngsters. In a hundred feet of Charles. That is, oh man, I so want to like tell you something right now. I'll tell you this later. <laughs> All right. You tell me later. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, that's how I started drawing, man. was, was just, Emulating what I saw in comic books, and then I got this book called How to Draw Comics the Marvel Way. No, the Marvel Way, man. It was it was written by Stan Lee. It was so cool. Sure. Um, so I I you know, I got to the the guy who commissioned it wanted the X-Men from a particular era, like from his childhood. So it's very specific, yeah. like the characters and the costumes, and I loved it, man. I was I was living my best life. And Another bit of exciting news, exciting to no one but me, my fucking Ghostbusters proton pack. Oh, arrived. I saw that. Oh, I've been seeing that too on on the uh, the fan groups and stuff that you post to. What's like, funny amazing. is the day you got it, I was hanging out with Tony, and Tony's like, "Man, I want that." Uh, dude, it's I I shit you not. I spent like a full five days just being a real Ghostbuster, hmm. like just. Oh, I, I can I can only imagine in my garage just just fucking with this thing i uh you I may or may everybody. not have more than one too correct oh yeah I, I, <laughs> I, I, so there when these things came out they capped it at five per person right yeah um so i bought five <laughs> had, Holy shit! but the idea was like you know it's a it's a wise investment like i'm gonna put my kids through college on the back of these fucking proton packs oh i understand that i'm just saying yeah. you know Tony's looking for one. <laughs> I know. He told me. I said, I said, well, I think um I think Eric has five of them. <laughs> and he's like, yeah. I do. He's like, I have four. Mm, he'll think he'll sell me one. <laughs> I have four spirit. I will sell you one, Tony, man, as long as you're willing to pay an absurd above retail price. Because that was that's how I sold my wife on the prospect of buying five proton packs. Yeah, flipping, flipping, baby. Yeah. 
So I am a, a heartless scalper. And uh, yeah, I've got two. I've got a guy coming to grab two of them this weekend. Oh, um, it's only two left, Tony. Yep. Yeah. And uh, so Tony, time's, I'll time's be coming up to North Carolina, you know, at the end of February. Wow. I can bring it to you. I can. You don't have to pay shipping. That's true. You save on shipping. I feel bad selling it to someone I know and who I'm friendly with because I will rape you on the price. <laughs> will you, when you're doing it, will you pull him by the chinny chin chin here? <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> oh, man. I've got um, a picture of me holding this chin here. Mm -mm. No, you don't. Yes, I do. No. How you, come you, I haven't you, seen it? You haven't seen it? Oh, oh, I'm sending it to the You group. touched it? Yeah, he, he made me take the picture because oh, he wanted to I, prove I to Andrew that it was real. I'm just saying that in general, Tony. Please understand, it's not you, but I would never touch anyone's beard ever, right, right. like ever. Would I touch? No. I just sent you guys. We're, we're standing in front of the Sierra Nevada Brewery in in Asheville, North Carolina. I just sent you the picture. All right, I'm gonna take a look. This Doug's right. Like you don't want to. The beards are disgusting. Um, yeah. But I feel like, and and the, Tony, this is not a slight against you. This no, is again, anybody right. who, who has a beard longer than like a metric. You know, I don't know, two or three feet. That's you're oh. getting into territory where it's <laughs> like it's dragging through stuff. You know, right? like like food. I don't know, man. I don't <laughs> know. Nope, nope, Joe. You gotta nope. have like a whole different set of rules in place for that much, yeah. that length of facial hair. We gotta talk to Tony about that because, like, I don't have to. I have a beard, but it's yeah. I keep mine tight. Yeah, like I, I keep don't have mine to, really tight. Yeah. Like inside, <laughs> inside, inside. Doug has a, Doug has an ingrown beard. I do. It's yeah, very I, luxurious, but yeah. yeah, you can't see it. <laughs> At least I am. I imagine that that's what. It what is. I like to think is because you have all this hair up here, it didn't get mm -hmm. sucked through your head down to here. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> that's fair. That's a fair assessment. I, 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 I'll take the head, the hair on top of the head any day. Like, I, I just cut mine again. Oh, look at you! Oh, you look good, man. Nice and short. You yeah. lost the uh, the what was it the uh, bows of the clown you had going? It was like feathered like out. It was, I looked like <laughs> yeah. Jerry. It looked like the, the Seinfeld except for not without the front. Fucking so it. <laughs> yeah, I had wings. Yeah, I feel like, like when your beard is that long, like you got to start worrying about like I can't work around machinery and stuff. Like that's yeah. that's a whole yeah. other level. It's like nope. the scene in Gremlins, man, with the tie caught in a sh paper shredder. Yes, not good. We nope. love you, Tony. Yeah. <laughs> so if you want to get raped by Eric while he, well, I pull your chin here. <laughs> wow. Can we come up with another analogy for that? Yeah, please. I don't know. Please. He already can't go for the school for the gifted. Maybe he just can't go near South Carolina schools either. No, they let me in. Wait those. a minute. There are no schools in South Carolina. I'm <laughs> oh, sorry. Damn. I'm sorry. Shots fired. Did that come out? No, no shots fired. State and fact, baby. Oh, damn. South Carolina fact. schools actually hired me as the assistant principal. <laughs> Honestly, I only know one school in all of South Carolina to be to your, even if I'm being legitimate. See what's that? Clemson. Oh, okay, sure, 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 sure. Or wait, College. no, wait. Don't they have a um, South Carolina State? Isn't that the Gamecocks? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, but I hope so. There, there is a school <laughs> whose team is called the Gamecocks, and in the game, no, no, I, yeah, I don't know what school it is, but you're in right. the game they yell "Go Cox" the whole game. <laughs> I've been yes. to a few of those games before. <laughs> Me too. Didn't they used to have those at the Parliament House? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Go Cox Night. Go Cox. Wow. Ah, so what's new with uh, you, Doug? What's happening? Well, I spent today about an hour mopping the floor because I watched Wakanda Forever. Oh, so I yeah. had to clean up all the fucking tears. I watched part of it last um, night. 
I I yeah <laughs> I I love that movie. Oh my god! It's, I it's love that movie. Incredible. I think it was just the perfect, uh, just homage to him, yeah. to Chadwick Boseman, and just knowing that the tears in the movie were real, oh only god, part of yeah. all the actors, and the way they did it, and. I don't know. Is it is it okay to spoil shit? Like yeah, the mid credit yeah. the mid credit scene, I mean screw you all people it's, oh, yeah. it's been out. When I I had no idea and then when I saw her come down the beach with the kid, yeah. I I was just sucking it back up. I had just mm-hmm. watched Shuri, you know, close the credits on the beach alone burning his robe and in Haiti. I had just come back down. Yeah. And then the kid shows up and I'm like, holy, I just, that was it. I was shooting him across the room and, uh, the kid, the kid, kid was adorable too. He was oh, so was fucking great. adorable. He was great. He reminds me of the Colin kid. <laughs> He's got the juice. Get the juice. Yeah, man. Um, like that movie was insidious in the way that it started, which was yes. yeah. fucking Marvel logo silent. Yeah. And just images man that right. fucking that wrecked me i wasn't I prepared I, like i knew it was gonna be emotional yeah but before the fucking movie starts you're gonna get me so like before i know the first scene i'm having to compose yeah. myself like okay also then, uh, during yeah. that movie it's the first time i ever realized this no more not namor no more no i know and i and i love the way they explained yeah i'm like oh shit that makes perfect fucking sense <laughs> no love no love um I, yeah, you're right, Eric, because, yeah, so the opening sequence after the silence, I mean, the funeral was devastating. Mm. And then, again, I started sucking myself back up, and they roll the fucking Marvel credit when the whole thing is Chadwick, and I lost it again, watching the little snippets from the Marvel yeah. logo. And then the movie itself, what happened in between, it, it did fall into that origin story trap again it was too much because they had to explain a lot because it, it, it in essence was an origin story again because yeah. they're redeveloping as a new Black Panther well we're in a setup phase right now too yeah so they, they might have been able to trim it down a little bit it, there was just so much good in that that and I mean Julia Louis-Dreyfus is like yeah. she's a fucking treasure so anyway that's what I did today I oh. mopped the floor uh, to clean up my own tears from watching a great, great fucking movie. Oh, God, Eric, that gives me ideas for some artwork. Hold your ears, folks. It's showtime. What's up, guys? Welcome to this Master's Class episode of Masters of the Cinematic Universe. Today we're going to be giving you guys a little bit of what's going on in our lives and stuff. We've been, we've been doing some movies, so next week we'll resume back to our normal movie schedule. But uh, what's up, guys? What's new with you? Oh, man. Oh, we haven't done this in a long time. It's been a minute since we've done this, man. Yeah. It feels like it's been forever, uh, to be honest with you. I can't, I can't think of the last time we did, but it's fun kind of just to sit around and shoot the shit and not have an agenda. I right? know. know what I mean? Right. Yeah, I mean, you guys do it on Just Surprise Me all the time. A little yeah. jealous because you know it's just a looser format and on this show a little peek behind the curtain how the sausage sausage is made when we pick the movies we're going to do we have to do a lot of prep work especially <laughs> if we're the ones leading the episode yeah so 
in my case it's fucking there's like four monitors going there's fucking <laughs> there's notes flying research is happening i've got fucking documentaries about the film playing as the film's playing it's it's crazy yes it's crazy same here yeah so this is a nice little break yeah man. yeah so man. you know what that's why you should give money to the patreon yeah yeah patreon.com <laughs> we actually do work for this show. backslash m-o-t-c-u yeah we'll see you. you that will m-o-t-c-u there <laughs> yes please uh, we just please. lost money on the back of that fucking joke man yeah. <laughs> uh, i like the joke probably um, but uh so uh, oh man have you guys seen the new quantumania ant-man and the wasp trailer yes i am so stoked for this movie i am out of my mind yeah it just it looks like pure insanity too yes it does which is it, my favorite it, kind of insanity i mean okay. i know that the studio is trying to hype it not trying to because that's what a studio is supposed to do they're supposed to hype the flick but there's been a lot of mention that this movie will be as significant as civil war was yeah like come on there's i have so read much that multiple on. times directly from the studio as significant to this overall story of this phase as civil war was so i don't remember I what it was from the article crazy. i read but someone was saying like ant-man was the most important person in like the entire like yeah. mcu at this, yeah. up to this point no, right it was, that, great? It was, that, it was rat. that rat yeah it was that rat yeah. well it was also ken jong sleeping on the job true no that's true too but and just a, a quick a quick shout out to our Patreon member Hugh Direction for explaining the rat to me and allowing me to live in peace with wh- how the rat did what he did. And he did he, he did a good job with that. He did yeah. a good job, yeah. and there's a reason why he did a good job. And if you want to find out, listen to the episode for Endgame. Yeah, that was okay. a that was a stunt rat. <laughs> yes, I'm going to tell um, you two things that blow my mind about this Ant Man movie. One is that the world is so excited for. A third Ant Man movie. I know, yes. right? Right. Fucking awesome. I know. And two, um, not just that we're excited for an Ant Man movie that it exists at all, but that I've had this movie sold to me as if it needed to be sold to me as it's like Ant Man meets Dune. Right? Yes. Yeah. What the fuck yes. are you talking about, man? Know, like that's exactly. crazy. Exactly. I'm so excited. Also, so yeah. excited. I hope they don't ruin the. I mean, they kind of already did by not giving it to Patton Oswalt, but I'm really excited for Modoc. Yeah, I know. I saw that, I, and I immediately thought of you. Like, yeah. Immediately yeah. when I saw that, I'm like, Joe. Well, the Modoc show is fantastic. Like the cartoon. I, I, I tried funny. it. It's, it's a funny. lot. <laughs> it's, a, it's a lot it's absurd i love but it's i love absurd i i get it i get it but you know me that's that's me like the, the me not liking it is me it's nothing against the show it, it's a yeah. cool it is a cool show it's just not my bag but i'm, I'm excited I, yeah, when about i saw the, Murdoch, yeah. the take because um you know the whole the whole deal with it being like yellow jacket um that's a completely mcu invention you know what mm-hmm. i mean have you guys seen any? I hope I'm not ruining this for you. So you you remember the villain from the first Ant Man movie? Yeah, uh, yeah, the guy from The Strain. The guy from yeah. The Strain. Yes. Yeah, Do you remember style. how how yeah. he met his end at at the end of that movie? Uh, wasn't some of Thomas Tank Engine? <laughs> that was close. No, that was part of it. But it was part of I it. I know. I, I. Oh, Bug so, Zapper. So the whole nope. the whole like MacGuffin in that movie was. If you shrink down too small, there's no coming back. Right. And so Ant-Man threw the thing at him and shrunk him down too small down to the quantum realm. Right. And like his his arm shrank first and his other arm it was all gruesome yes. and shit. And yeah. he disappeared. 
So the hot take is that Modoc is just him in the quantum oh, realm. Shit. But like he didn't shrink all the way right. <laughs> so yeah. he's got a big ass fucking head and little arms and legs. I don't know. That's that's a tempting theory. That would be cool. Yeah. That would be cool. Although fan theories, I mean, 99% of the time they're so wrong, it's not fucking funny. But that's true. Yeah. You know, I, I get I always I used to get all excited. You know, but it actually end game is what stopped me from getting excited about fan theories because there was so you know that was the most hyped and yeah. I watched every damn YouTube video ever and none of it was right. They were wrong on everything, so I don't even get wrapped up in it now. But that would be cool. That's that true, would be cool. They, Marvel is sneaky about stuff like that. They put in characters that aren't even in the fucking scene, and they do all yeah. kind of weird shit. So yeah. we'll, they edit we'll out characters like in, like in Spider Man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I heard something like um, there was something where they can't like make deceptive trailers anymore. Like it's like a new law or something like that. They can't like alter oh. the trailers to be deceiving like that. Okay. Really? Yeah, I heard this recently. No. Oh. That's interesting. How did that come to be? Like, did some? It was something to do fuck? with the Spider-Man um, yeah. trailer. Like, I'm suing MC. I'm suing Marvel Studios because <laughs> I thought this movie was going to have one Spider-Man in it. These yeah. motherfuckers put three in there. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here! I did not know that was a thing. That's crazy. Yeah. Nope. I didn't hear that. Uh, well, anyway, we uh, we got to talk about what's new in our in our little world here joe what's new with you man well let's see i just got back from going snowboarding where i got to hang out with a uh, patreon tony DeGraw. Uh, excellent we were up in uh, sierra nevada brew and i sent the picture over me of pulling down his chinny chin chin here and uh ridiculous <laughs> and absolutely um, ridiculous went on the mountain got some good snowboarding in and i got to uh watch my son like finally figure it out and not just die the entire time and i didn't die the entire time too which was kind of nice Oh, cool. Uh, beautiful weather up there, too. And uh, took a tour of some breweries, went to the casino, all the good stuff. Nice. Yeah, I know you sent me a picture of Harris, and my response is, I'll be right there. <laughs> I was ready to go. Because I, I, when you did that, I realized it's been a long time since I've been to a casino. and I got I to gotta work it out because actually sports betting just became legal in Massachusetts. They have, the sports oh, books are open as of uh, two days ago. So I got to head to a mass... Massachusetts casino to get in on that action. So, are you typically a betting man? Like, no, I'm not, to, and that's why okay. I'm not concerned about it. I don't go nuts. Um, the one thing I'm looking forward to, and I got to wait another two months for this, is that online sports betting will be available in Massachusetts at the end of March. The great thing about that is all the on online sports betting sites, you know, FanDuel and and DraftKings and stuff. They all throw these. Um, these great promos at you. You bet five dollars to be guaranteed to win fifty, you know, things like that. And my cousin told me about it when because New York's had it for a while and he won like twelve hundred bucks, spending about two hundred bucks or less oh, on shit. these promos. Cause they give you like guaranteed win bets. Like yeah. oh, that's nice. You'd have you'd have to be an idiot for not, you know, winning the bet and then and you can cash out. Like it's not like it has to stay in your account. I would find so, a way to lose that bet. No, I, 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 that's the scary part is I probably will too. But, um, so I, I, I'm just looking forward to that. Just making some quick cash and getting out. Cause again, I'm not obsessed over the whole betting thing. 
Yeah. You know, like Super Bowl bets, prop bets, stuff like that. Yeah. But otherwise, that's not my thing. But I like prop bets. I mean, I like the fun little stupid. Oh, that's the best part. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We, we, when, when I was working in the office, um, it's in, it was, it's in Rhode Island. So they, they have, they've had casinos in Rhode Island for a while. And that was our uh, team building exercise, like two weeks before the Super Bowl every year was to go to the casino and we, we'd all have lunch on the, on the manager. And then we'd go to the sports book and bet, do the prop, the Super Bowl prop bets, you know, coin toss and, you know, for a song and all that kind of shit. So, yeah. Yeah, that's always fun. That's my kind of betting. You guys yeah, had a uh, Super Bowl plans? Uh, I just watch it. Yeah, <laughs> nothing, nothing just put really. it on the TV. Yeah. We're having some friends over, but when I say some friends, like two people. <laughs> that's cool, man. Trust me, for me, that's a lot. You know, oh man, I more can, than I, would I can think of Doug and two friends, and that gives me a really good idea for some art, Eric. What's up, guys? Welcome to Masters of the Cinematic Universe. Today we're doing a Masters class episode of the show because you know we've been we've been killing it with the movies lately, and it's time you know to do something a little different, give you a little bit of behind the scenes how the sausage is made, and then next week we'll get back to the movies again. What's up, guys? I didn't agree to tell not fucking no one how my sausage was made, man. You can clear no. that shit with me. Oh well, I'll tell them how your sausage is made. I'll keep my, I'll keep my sausage to myself. I keep my goddamn sausage to myself. I like it with Alfredo sauce. <laughs> chorizo no. no chorizo no oh speaking of uh you know of uh culinary delights i saw a movie that you guys might find interesting i'm not sure if you've seen it. it's called the menu oh dude oh i you haven't seen, seen that dude oh my god oh man that was fucking it was so funny it's so dark comedy oh cool, man. super dark comedy ben- horror oh it was so yeah, good it's good joe you're gonna like this movie i'm i'm, I'm like ready for it that sounds good to me have oh, you heard of it? so good. No, I haven't. So good. Oh, What's dude, it on? I'm gonna, it's HBO. on. You illegally download every movie we watch. So why are you? Yeah, asking? that's true. Oh, but it's yeah. on HBO. Sometimes it's easier to watch it on the TV that way. Yeah. All right. HBO. Okay. It's on. Also, maybe so, our listeners want to watch it too. That's true. That's <laughs> and they don't true. have the drive. Enjoying yeah. the fun. Uh, um, HBO Max. Yeah. Definitely worth it. Yes, Eric. Great, great, great movie. So Joe, yeah. you're a foodie. You like to cook. You're 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 constantly showing off your skills in the kitchen. Yes, I do. You'll appreciate this movie. It's about this renowned chef. It's very much like lampooning the sort of like, you know, personality Ramsey. chef Ramsey. Yeah, that kind of yeah. Shit. Okay. And uh, in order to eat this man's food, you got to go to this private island. Ooh. So it's like twelve hundred dollars a head, very exclusive, just to get. How many table. How many uh, Epstein stars does it have? Four and a half solid Epstein's. <laughs> four and a half, maybe yeah. four and three quarters. Do they have mm-hmm. Do they have a menu called Flavors from Fire Festival? Oh, close, fuck. close, pretty close. I'm because fucking the brilliant. Mo- How am I so fucking brilliant to come up with this shit? <laughs> like I'm gonna blow myself for a second here. How am I so smart to come up with these fucking puns just like that? And and you know it's it's an apt comparison because there's some deception in this movie. So yes. you get more than you bargained for when you go eat at this man's yep. Just That's all I'll say. Go see the movie. Very well done. Very entertaining. Mm-hmm. Joe, you're going to love it. You're going to awesome. love it. Mm. Definitely. So what is new 
with you guys. It's been so long since we've caught up. I know. It's been a while. So what's new? Um, I recently stepped back into the world as, and I mentioned recently as of like six hours ago when it got delivered of, uh, I got another HX stomp. Oh, oh shit. And cause the first time I bought it, I was not in the right headspace, So I never used it. So I sold it and I actually made my money back on it, which is fine, but I'm in a better headspace now. So I recently upgraded my monitor speakers. I had these little three inch personas, <laughs> but I, yeah, right. But now, now I got now I got five inches, Joe. Oh, I got I got a, I got a set of the Mackie five oh, inches. Yes, so, I can't um, remember that guy's voice. Oh, the softer heart. What's the guy yeah. that's like? Ooh, yes. You know what I'm talking about from the movies? Um, oh, uh, George Takei. Is it no? Yeah. Oh my. Oh my. Oh my. Maybe it is. Yeah, Takei. that's George Takei. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Yes. But anyway, so I got the HX stomp and I I was I had some work training today that finished up a little early. So I threw the you know, I plugged it in, plugged the guitar in, and I don't know, I played for an hour and I haven't wow. played the guitar for an hour in a long time. Just nice. because again, my whole working on myself thing. And I had such a great time with this thing. Like, and it's so nice to not have to go down in the basement and plug the guitar in the amp and set up the pedals. And then, you know, I, I plugged this thing in, I plugged the monitor speakers directly in the HX stomp, plugged the guitar in, and then just started cycling through the presets yeah. of all these different effects that are available. And so I haven't even scratched the surface to this thing. Cause I know like, you yeah. know, it, it, it can be overwhelming how much it can do, but even just doing that, it was such a creative flow because of all the different sounds I could make just cycling through the damn presets. And I, I only got through 18 of the presets in an hour. And I oh, think shit. there's, I don't know how many there are, but there's like infinite amounts. So I can't wait. I cannot fucking wait. I can plug the keyboard that that's over my shoulder here. That can go in the MIDI and I can start fucking that's around cool. with that. So like I got the creative shit flowing now, you know, I'm getting to so, that point where I just kind of want to get to play with some digital shit too. I know I don't like the sound as much. Like it's never going to yeah. sound as good, but it still is a cool purpose and point. No, I agree. And I, I got over that. I I'm over that. Cause I was like that too. Like, you know, I, I had, I had a, a, a boss Katana 50 and it was a cool little amp, but I still had to go back to a tube amp because, you know, tube amps, yay. And I'm not, trust me, there's nothing like a good tube amp. Yeah, I mean. The, I'm the, never the not going to believe that. But the problem but, is you just get that. That's what you get out of it. No, exactly. Exactly. And come on, I'm playing in my house, man. I'm not going to go do anything. So does it sound a little different? Yeah, but it gives me the sounds I want, even a little bit I did it today. So yeah. I had such a great time. And again, if this is what it takes to get me to actually start playing the guitar again and playing music and like actually doing it and not say I do it and don't fuck it. That's, this is worth it. It's more yeah. than worth it. Yeah. So, that's, that's all that, that's uh, all that matters. I'm excited. Dude. Yeah. And, and you know, the digital stuff has come such a fucking long way. Yes, that, it really has. It's not a line six spider anymore. No, it's not a line six spider anymore, dude. I, no. I, in recording my own music at home, I have discovered that miking a tube amp does not sound as good as me using some fake ass digital bullshit. Right. In in house, like in my own little mix. Yeah. Because now, you know, I've taught myself now enough tricks. Yeah. As far as mixing goes, where I'm like, you know what? This just sounds more like what I'm it sounds more like a tube amp than the fucking tube amp. You know? Yeah. So. 
More yeah, tube, tube amp thing. than the tube amp. More tube amp <laughs> than the tube amp. <laughs> Don't spoil so, my song, bro. That's coming out. Yeah. So yeah, that's that was my day today. So I'm I'm excited. I'm really excited about it. That's so, awesome, yeah. dude. I I also no. got to say, you look svelte as fuck. Yeah, man. Doug, you're, you're definitely <laughs> losing. You. So I, I gained some. I'm like two thirty five. I was you. like, fuck. <laughs> yeah, you're looking I'm, good, my friend. I appreciate that. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, I, I it's been it's been a transformation. I won't lie. I mean, I I, I talked earlier about my headspace, and I, that's fix. Not I, well, it's not fixed. I'll never be fixed. Trust me. Yeah. <laughs> I'll never be fixed, but. I've gotten myself to a good place in my head, in my emotions, and that made the, has made a difference. You know, it's Hell been yeah. a very interesting journey over the last year. All right, Doug, and, I'm going to ask you the three important questions. Number yeah. of pounds lost total? 45 in a year. Damn. Damn. Pant sizes yeah. you've went down? Four. And inches you've gained? <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what? Inches I've gained? Almost six because I couldn't Ooh. see it before. Holy shit. <laughs> and now I can see it. Wow. So so if you want to look at it that way, I've gained close to six inches. I mean, those yeah. are the three those are the three important measures. Those are the three questions. Yeah. I was a thirty-eight a year ago, thirty-eight pants, and I just last week got a pair of thirty-four jeans delivered and they fit perfectly. Wow, My ass man. is gorgeous. <laughs> like I'll, Erica. Erica I'll be noticed, just judging like, that. The pants was so the pants were so loose. And I put the 34s on and I was walking by her and she went, oh, <laughs> yeah. so one lucky yeah, lady. it's been cool. And it, I feel better. Um, yeah. And yeah, I feel better physically and I feel better mentally. You know, it's, yeah. it's been a big difference. So thank you for noticing. And I, I really appreciate it because, uh, yeah, things are good. I need to get back on mine again. I just fucked it all. Yeah, you did good. December. You did good. Yeah, but I put a bunch back on. I know, but the holidays, you know, don't get down on yourself. I mean, I'm net gain you know? 30 positive, but still. No, nah, I know what you're saying. Yeah. I know. Although, You'll we're going to go to, I got to go to Hollerbox. Eric, I got to come visit you soon. <laughs> come visit me, bro. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. Also, when are we going to start that pop punk band? As soon as you want, man. We can digitally we gotta... do this. Like, we don't actually have to be in the same room to That's do this. That's true. Well, once, once I get some of this stuff more fleshed out, I'll send you some, uh, some tracks and you can lay some things down and we could be like the steely Dan of pop punk. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> totally, Do you want to be Walter Becker or Donald Fagan? Mm, Fagan all day. All right. Well, that gives me an idea for some artwork then. Hold your ears, folks. It's showtime. What's up, guys? Welcome to Masters of the Cinematic Universe as we do another Masterclass episode. We've been doing all kinds of movies lately, and it's time to, you know, get back to, like, what who we are as people, you know? We'll get back to another movie next week. Um, what do we got coming up next week anyways? We have Real Genius, Ooh, the 1985 uh, Val Kilmer classic. You got Real Genius tonight, too, with the three of us. Well, yeah, it's always like that. That's a given. Yeah, it is. 1985, year of my birth, man. Really? You're a baby. <laughs> year of my marriage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I saw this cool thing online where, like, the year you were born and your age. So, like, I was. So, let's say, like, to this point, if you were born in 82, but you haven't had your birthday yet, right? Mm -hmm. Th that means you're 40 years old. But anybody born in 1940 who hasn't had their birth yet is 82 years old. 
No. And it works for every year. So no matter what year. So Eric, if you're born in 85, has, your birthday hasn't mm. happened yet this year, right? No. So that makes you 37? 37, yeah. So anybody who was born in 1937 will be 85. And it works with there every... It's like the craziest fucking cool. thing. I don't know how it works, but like, yeah. it's magic. Hmm. And it works too. Like, I, I did all the math. I did it with like... like I went through like 15 or 16 different combinations because I didn't believe it. I'm like, I'm going to find one eventually. <laughs> nope, it works with every number. Yeah, That's math very is, cool. Math is weird. Yeah. yeah. You know, mm -hmm. I don't understand why we had to bring letters into math. Like, we were doing good enough with numbers. <laughs> <laughs> it's like solve for Y. I'm like, yeah, why? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> why? Because we like you. Yeah. No. <laughs> I love that my oldest kid is now bringing home math homework that's at the level that I can't help her with it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, fourth grade that's is where great. I tap out, honey. I'm yep. sorry. Yep. Oh, you want to laugh at that? My son John's a teacher uh, in, in Brooklyn, and because of a little bit of a shortage with other teachers, he just got assigned a math class. He didn't major in math. Oh, shit. So oh. He's, he's got to read the friggin' books before the classes to try to keep up with these <laughs> yeah. junior fake high you, and high school fake kids. Fake it till you make it. You know, and... I mean, I, I didn't I read gotta, the book on podcasting. <laughs> there you go. But I got to say that the, uh, the Christ family has never excelled at math. None of us. <laughs> okay. I sucked at it and my kids took after me. Yeah. Uh, so those are crosses, not, not pluses. Excited? He's he's not happy. <laughs> those <laughs> were crosses, not plus signs. No, definitely, definitely. So yeah, he's uh, he's not thrilled. So uh, he he can relate to you, Eric, and so can I. <laughs> yeah, that would be my worst nightmare, man. I uh, yeah. Hats off to him because yeah. To wrap my, I'm I'm reading the problems on her sheet over and over again, hoping that it's going to make sense the yeah. next time. Yeah. And I'm just like, babe, I, I, I think know. they wrote this wrong. I don't, yeah, I don't exactly. know. Exactly. I don't know. It's not adding up. Yeah. Holy shit, man. <laughs> uh, but things are good, man. Yeah. We, we, we've been consistent with our movie release, our episode releases. Yes. We got some cool stuff in the pipeline, some cool movies lined up. Oh, some yeah. Guests who have agreed to do the show. We just need to do a little fine tooling on the scheduling, but, uh, it looks like Tony Mongette is going to return Ooh, as the Oh, ass. nice. And we are going to do the fucking, the movie that no one's ever heard of, The Skateboard Kid. Hell yeah. <laughs> I'm down. I'm, I like this already. He's the guy that was in the movie Kids, right? No. The skateboard, that's the skateboard man <laughs> with no legs. I have no legs. I have no legs. <laughs> the Skateboard Kid is a Dom DeLuise vehicle. Okay. Uh, in which he voices a magical talking skateboard. I'm sold. Dom DeLuise. I grew up on that man. Yeah, I mean he's great, but this this movie it's it's so bad. It's not even that it's it's not even good. It's just so bad that it's bad. So So just tell me that so but Dom DeLuise, he just does himself, right? As the skateboard. Oh, yeah. it, oh so that's well, all I need. That's yeah. all I need. I don't know. It's, it's like Debbie does do Dallas. Dom does DeLuise. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. You know, my man needed a paycheck at some point, yeah. and they were like, "Hey, man, you come in the vocal booth and do this talking skateboard movie." Like, and it's yeah. great because this won't even be the first movie that we've done on the show that has a Deloise in it. What was the other one? Twenty One Jump Street. Right? Oh, that's right. Oh, shit, that's right. Yeah. Uh, so, Eric, I got the uh, the concert lineup for twenty twenty three Epcot Flower Festival International Flower Festival. Is there any of these bands you want to go see with me? 
I can't get into the park anymore, man. I got no Disney passes. We we can make this happen. You can right. you can right. be Joe's son. But let's see. Yeah. Do any of these even sound like interesting to you? So we have the former lead vocalist of Journey, Steve Augeri. Mm, no, that's uh, a hard pass. Daughtry. Daughtry. Get the Daughtry fuck out of here. Ah, you ready? Oh, can I stop you for a second? Why is there a <laughs> billboard in town that's for like Biospine or something? And it oh, says God. endorsed by Journey Drummer. And it does not say his name. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You ready for the next one? Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready. Smash Mouth. Ooh, oh, without no. the lead singer, though? I don't know. Somebody once told me the world's going to roll me. Yeah, but it's Smash Mouth Sans Mouth. It's just, it's just <laughs> Smash. Just Smash. No. Now, this one might be good. Blue Oyster Cult. Oh, yes. Okay. All right. That's March 19th and 20th. Oh, uh, shit. I wish it was later in the year because I'd almost fly down to see that. Yeah. Uh, next, we got Berlin. Okay. Yeah. The Pointer Sisters. No. Star no Starship featuring Mickey Thomas. I've, all right. That sounds like fun. A, yeah. A few beers. Yeah. I'd do that um, one. I'd do Starship. That, that's uh, April 7th and 8th in that one. Okay. Uh -huh. Don Felder, formerly of the Eagles. <laughs> fuck it. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Switchfoot. Switchfoot? Yeah. Really? Is it 2001? Exactly. Now, this is the one I think I want to go to. April 21st and 22nd, A Flock of Seagulls. Oh, that'd be a blast. Are you kidding me? That'd be fun yeah. as fuck. I will run. Listen, I will run so far away. Far away. But just to, <sighs> just to show up at the park to see all the people with that hairdo. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah. Man. All the fans. That'd be the best thing ever. Um, The next one is Ambrosia with Peter Beckett. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, Cool in the gang. Ooh, oh, that's come fun. on. Celebration. That'd baby. be a fun one. I, I saw cool in the gang at Epcot. I feel like they do it every year. I, uh, I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah. I had a couple uh, IPAs in me. I was yeah. celebrating. <laughs> um, Herman's Hermits. What is that? I don't know. Really Herm Herman's Hermits is a 60s band. They were like a, a Beatles type. I can't oh. believe they're all alive, let alone together. Yeah. Um, it's just Herman. <laughs> what happened yeah. at Hermits? Casting Crowns, which mm. <laughs> that rings a bell, but I, it rings a bell, but I don't know what they, I, I couldn't name anything from them. It, it, they're a uh, Christian man. No, okay. that's a hard pass. All right. Now, this one is, this is hard because I hope he just does the songs of this band, even though it's just him. Jason Sheff, the singer of Chicago. I just hope he does Chicago songs, though. Yeah, I hope it he's would, allowed. Be, yeah, wouldn't it be funny if he wasn't allowed to do any Chicago? Oh my god, this one right here could be the best one ever if they pretend it's someone else and then bring him on stage. Rick Springfield. Ooh, I would see Rick Springfield in a heart. Never gonna give yeah. you up. <laughs> At least Rick rolls everybody. <laughs> oh jeez. Um, the plain white tees. Oh, okay. Yeah. The spinners. The Commodores. Okay, it's old Motown. Yeah. The Commodores. Okay. The Commodores. Really, I doubt Lionel Richie though. Yeah, they didn't get Lionel. Um, I'm no. probably not. Uh, Simple yeah. Plan. Oh, I've seen Simple they're Plan. They're fun, man. Right. Yeah, they're fun, yeah. Yeah. Um, this one might be cool, too. Living Color. It's a cult oh, personality. Oh, that would be fucking That's great. That's June 30th and July 1st. That's the June one. June 30th and July 1st. I got to maybe make a plan. And, we'll and if you can one. stay two more days, yeah. everybody can Wang Chung tonight. No fucking way. They're July 2nd and so 3rd. I could, be there, I could be down there for four days and see both we can those. See living we can see and... Living Color on the 1st and Wang Chung on the 2nd. Holy Bro. shit. 
That's pretty. Oh, dude. Yeah. I don't know, man. I got to start weaving some magic here. They got a couple to be determined. Do I have to sell my HX stomp? You might. You might. Because that's that's two Disney tickets. That's what is that? Like fucking five hundred dollars? Yeah. Yeah. Holy Things shit. are expensive now, man. I just bought two Bouncing Souls tickets at the social for me and my wife. 90 bucks. Yeah, it's nuts. Yeah, it's absolutely nuts. Um, they did say, though, now that Big Daddy Iger's back, that they're going to start uh, re- selling annual passes again. And he's actually going to bring some of the prices down, too, which will be nice. Oh, okay. He got rid of Bob Paycheck, Chappick, whatever. You'll only have to is. sell one of your kids, Eric. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Instead of both of them. But which one? But see now, I, I feel like I'm a universal man now because everyone who works there is so fucking testy and rude. I kind of yeah, love it. I do like universal. Like I've been enjoying it quite a bit. Yeah, man. Like there's none of that fucking quote unquote Disney magic where oh have a magical oh, no. day. You ask somebody for help at this park, they look at you like you tried to fuck their mom on the first day. Oh, like, also, like I will tell you this: like the level of entertainment there is not good because like. We went there on New Year's Eve, and like the band they had playing on the stage in front of Rip Ride Rocket was a terrible band. Like they were not oh, good. Really? Like they were missing notes. The guitar players' guitar solos were not good. They were like what um, in Crossroads with Danny Masio actually was playing. <laughs> not but okay. they, that video is so great, dude. isn't it? Oh God, uh, yes. That's what it sounded like, and the singer's just that, Eric? so off key. I haven't seen it. No, someone, but, someone. Actually, I think it's Michael Cartwright that it uh, posted. Yeah, but. He posted the video, but the, what the video is is what Ralph Macchio was really playing in the Crossroads scene. Yeah, oh, I get so it. like For what Steve his I. fingers were actually doing. Yeah, because oh, no. <laughs> and it's just this this warbly fucking. It's just, it's awful. It's absolutely awful, and it's hysterical because it obviously yeah. it goes with the scene from the movie because that's what he's actually yeah, playing. Yeah, yeah, not playing anything. Oh, Dude, speaking of something that's awful and hysterical, Eric, I've got an idea for some art. What's up, guys? Welcome to Masters of the Cinematic Universe, where we're doing a master class today. We've been doing a bunch of movies and trying to keep this shit regular because we did get a little behind there for a minute, but not no more. But uh, we're going to give you guys a little bit of a just us break this week, and then next week we'll be back with our future presentations. I've been regular, dude. Mm-hmm. Fucking Activia. Yeah. Get on yeah. that shit. Jamie Lee Curtis. Oh, I just go, go to the I, I just go to the Chinese buffet once a week. I like keep you regular. And then if you you know if you gotta you know you kind of gotta mix up your set your um not sedatives the what is the the laxatives laxatives you gotta you gotta mix up your laxatives so like every like third week I'll hit Taco Bell. You fucked up if you mixed up your laxatives with your sedatives. Yeah, because you'll be shitting your pants in your sleep. Oh hey, if I don't if I'm not awake, does it count? (laughs) (laughs) Not my problem. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, you're right. It's always good to bullshit a little bit, to have a little, just a little bit of relaxation time as opposed to doing these movies. Yeah. We yeah. love doing the movies. Don't get me wrong. I love it. There is some prep we work got, involved. Uh, Real Genius coming up. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that'll that be me. And the next movie I do after that, and I got to ask either of both of you, if you've seen this movie called About Time. Oh, yeah. Donald Gleason yep. and Rachel McAdam. Yeah. Yeah. I, have seen it, seen it. I like Isn't that great well, movie. I think I like that movie. Okay. It's a it's a <laughs> it's love gonna be one story. of those situations where I watch it again and I'm like, it's, oh. It's a love story, but it's a time travel love yeah, story. Yeah, so Aubrey has a little thing on his arm, the little green. Eric, you're gonna love it. He has like the watch be... or the, the numbers are on his arm or something. 
No. Well, no, 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 no. This is not that then. I'm thinking, well, no, I think the one I'm thinking of has Justin Timberlake in it. Listen, oh, time. yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's about that, time travel and it's like a love story. It is. You're right. And it's not bad, even though it's Justin Timberlake. But no, this one is, it's, it's, uh, Domo Gleason. So Brennan Gleason's son, uh, Rachel McAdam, uh, Billy Knight plays the dad. And it's a love story and, and it has time travel in it. And, yeah, Eric, just get the tissues ready when I make you watch it because you you're going to lose your ever-loving shit over this movie. This motherfucker knows my weakness. Man. Oh, yeah. But I almost wish I it was Donald Glover and, and, Don, yes, and Danny Pudi, and it was called Inspector Space Time, the yeah. movie. Oh, you just reminded you? me. I heard a great story. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Eric. Oh, no. I was just going to say I hadn't heard anything from Joe about this uh, community movie. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, that community is yeah. finally doing six seasons and a movie. That was always the tagline of the show. Six seasons in a movie. And they did the six yes. seasons. Um, even yep. though they had to do it on three networks. But they did the six <laughs> seasons. Um, and now they're, we're, it looks like we're finally going to get the movie, which is like amazing. I, I know Donald Glover's back in. Yvette Nicole Brown's in. Allison Brie. Gillian Jacobs. Um, of course, uh, ja, uh, my brain's numb. Joel, Joel McHale. Um, yeah. Danny, oh. Danny Pudi will be there. But guess who won't yep. be there? Well, oh, but Joe, well, you just fucking reminded dead. me. You just reminded me. The next big convention I'm doing is called Megacon. Oh, I'm Guess going to Megacon. Guest. Guess who's, who's a guest? Who? Chevy Chase. No fucking way. Yep. Is he that hard up? He is that hard up, man. Um, so oh. we are going to go Fuck to Megacon. Him. Actually, my some two of our friends invited us to go with them. We're going for the weekend, the April first and second. Okay, so what is that? Saturday, Saturday, Sunday, or uh, Friday, Saturday? Let me pull my calendar up. And I'll be able to tell you here in a second. Okay. Let's see, calendar April. I will tell you this from experience. Thursday. Yeah, Saturday, Sunday. Saturday, Sunday. Okay, Saturday is going to be a fucking clusterfuck. Just so you're, just so you're prepared, man. Like EMTs being called in, too many bodies in a building, like Let fire the bodies hazard. hit the floor. Oh, really? Let the bodies hit the floor. Um, Stressful. I, I think I finally got her talked into it, but I think me and Sherry are going to go as Gambit and Rogue. Oh, I, I would pay fucking money to see you walk up to my fucking <laughs> table dressed as Gambit. Please. Like, and I'll come to like, oh, what's going on, Sherry? How are you doing over there? I'm talking to the whole Gambit boys the whole time. With the wig and shit. Oh, yeah, oh, I'll have the God. wig, the fucking like face shield, the bow staff, the trench coat. If you don't do this now, I'm going to be really upset. I talked her into it because, like, because she could pull off the rogue costume like really well too. It's just mm -hmm. a body like suit a with, a, with suit like a leather a jacket. jacket. Yeah. yeah, come on. And then you know, make your hair big and put a white stripe in it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah, and then I could be a uh, Remy LeBeau, <clears throat> the, the best Marvel yeah. character there is. We need lots of pictures, Eric. Yeah, yeah. I will quit this podcast if you don't do this. I mean, I do look like, I do look just like Channing Tatum, so. You do. You oh, do. yeah, absolutely. We've already discussed this in 21 Jump Street that there was a Doug who was in love with an Eric and the only person left was Channing Tatum. <laughs> the table scraps were Channing Tatum. So, that's me. Yeah. All right. Cool. I'm in, man. I I'm you don't understand how excited I am at the prospect of seeing you dressed up as fucking Gambit from the X-Men. Oh, me like, too. Yeah. I need that to get the. Be, I need to start working on the costume now, though, because it's gonna take me a little bit of time to get this all together. You do, you do. This is gonna make my fucking year. So get on it. <laughs> all right. Get on it, man. So uh, aside from cosplay and MegaCon and Chevy Chase, uh, I will say what is new with me 
is uh, I've been making some music, man, yeah. for the first time in a long time. I came for the up first time in forever. <laughs> Serenade me, baby. I don't know. I feel like singing tonight. I've been singing a lot. I like it. I like it. I gotta work, yeah, my, I gotta work on my pop first... punk voice in case we ever do that pop punk band, though. You do <laughs> a little more nasal, a little more nasal. Yeah. For the first um, time in forever. <laughs> yeah, and then in the background you gotta scream crazy. For the first time in forever. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I came up with punk bands, dude, and I used to. That's that's why my throat is ruined. I know, because so at hard. some point. I was convinced to to sing in a hardcore band, um, but it's been fun, man. That's just writing why. songs again and and doing the whole thing. So uh, my goal is by I don't know maybe the end of this year to have something to put out, whether it's a, a little EP, you know, seven or eight songs. Yeah. Um, but I kind of want to pass it around. I kind of want it to be ancestral. Mm-hmm. Have people on the tracks who want to be on the tracks, and we have so many musician friends through the Just Surprise Me group and all you guys. So yeah. Um, the jazz you know, the jism network the jism network has a lot of it's very of uh, talented sticky. people and incestuous yeah. incestuous <laughs> wow. it's easy to get stuck in there yeah sure. it is so uh yeah that'll be a lot of fun man cool i'm learning i'm learning digital i'm learning dolls and shit like fucking like a <laughs> hacker from a 90s movie just fucking keyboard <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep very cool yeah man joe uh what's what's new with you dude Man, I've just been trying to get back to work. I, I realized um, I took a lot of vacations in January for some reason. I think out of the 31 days of January that were possible to work, I worked nine of them. <laughs> Impressive. I, I was like, yeah. So like now it's just like so much shit to do because it all just backed up because it doesn't go away just because I didn't do it. <laughs> uh, so now I'm playing catch up, working a little bit of extra here and there, but uh, it's worth it. Also, you know, I'm working on getting these podcasts back out again with you guys and the just surprise me guys and the Texas guys. Cause uh, we were getting behind on a little bit of everything. The December kind of hit hard. So I'm glad we're all doing this again. And uh, we may have some exciting news coming up soon too, about some more developments. Um, you may have to resubscribe to this show also, cause we're going to be changing hosting <laughs> services pretty soon to make things better for everybody. And, uh, I'm going to try to hopefully seamlessly migrate it, but if not, you know, just keep in mind if you don't see the show for a couple of weeks, we're not taking time off. You just need to refresh the feed and, and uh, re resubscribe. Yeah. Basically it's your fault. You fucking assholes. Yeah. You're not, you're not paying for this. So like, why should I do anything for you? <laughs> no, it's, it, it's cool. It's exciting, man. The stuff that you guys are kicking around and you know, it's, it's, it's kind of like at my day job where someone asked me a question and I'm like, well, that's above my pay grade, man. I'm like, I'm just the guy who comes here and turns the screwdrivers and stuff. Like, look, as long as you look pretty and draw us a couple pictures, we'll be okay. All right. That's all I can do. So, you know, we're golden, but I appreciate the hard work that you guys are doing and I will sit back and reap the benefits of it. Hell yeah. <laughs> I mean, you reap those benefits. I'll reap them good, baby. <laughs> yeah. Reap him like a, a dude with a long chitty chin chin here that wants a proton pack. <laughs> <clears throat> yep. I got two left. Mm. But, but I'm about to throw my eBay, Tony. God damn it. <laughs> yeah. You gotta, you gotta get on this, Tony. 
starting bit is you got to shave the, the beard. Oh, <laughs> damn. I'll, I'll give you that shit for retail, buddy. Oh, shit, Tony, you heard it. Challenge has been dropped. Um, retail. Yeah. I'm just, just saying. <laughs> Honestly, I've got an idea for some artwork, Eric. Hold your ears, folks. It's showtime. What's up, guys? Welcome to Masters of the Cinematic Universe. We're doing a master class tonight because uh, we've been giving you some movies and it's time for you to actually get some of us because, you know, we're entertaining too. Like, all right, all right, all right. Those are our names. Like, I'm all right, that's all right, and that's all right. Mm-hmm. All right, all right. Got exciting news, you know, breaking news. You might be too late if you're looking at this now. I did some art for show sponsor Mo DeWitt, DeWitt Law. Okay. Oh, Fantastic oh, dude. Mo. Helps us, supports us, supports a lot of po- He's the podcast sponsor king, but yeah. Mr. Mo DeWitt. Uh, so one of the pieces of artwork I did for Mo was Valentine's Day themed, right? Now, a lot of times I get these requests and it's, can you do, you know, something for the holidays, this, that, the other. Uh, yeah. And I do them and and submit them, and I don't really think about it until I see what's being done with it. And apparently, if you go to justcallmo.com, there's a shop section, which has a lot of free merchandise or some cheap merchandise. And there are Mo DeWitt Valentine's Day panties. Oh. (laughs) Which is, which is. Please tell me they say just call Mo. (laughs) <laughs> which is a surprise it's mo it's a heart okay so here's the art design it's a heart on one side it says injured on the go on the other side it says just call mo like a standard valentine but it's mo's face in the middle <laughs> and he's got a little lipstick kiss on his cheek oh that's so great um <laughs> that is really that's, good that's amazing man i i had no idea but oh that's uh, fantastic yeah it is get him while you can that's the same cut I wear with my underwear. Yeah, yeah. me too. You know? Well, I mean, mine's more of a tea back. You know, a little little cheek show. I, I call it the whale tail. whale tail. Speaking of holidays, um, today is actually a holiday too. You don't see yeah, what is today. Yeah, we got Wait more weeks of winter apparently because uh, that's old, true. Six more I, I don't weeks. think it's the dude. In that, I don't think it's the same thing that's been alive forever. <laughs> like, no, I don't think groundhogs live that long. Yeah. Oh no, they they straight up use that thing for meat every year. Or also, something. fun fact: groundhog <laughs> groundhog is what I call my junk. <laughs> okay. All right. That's. I'm not surprised, but I am still disappointed. Wow. <laughs> so well, yeah, man, uh, fucking Groundhog Day. It's like the most non-holiday. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. All the holidays, but it's also it's like the weather really- guy's always wrong. Let's get this rodent out here and see what it thinks. <laughs> just as good it's also a movie man a very uh celebrated movie and uh we didn't watch it no i, I think doug watched half I mean, of I it have i watched, watched it. half of it i threatened to watch it but i ran out of time but i didn't need to watch it because it's burning into my brain because i love that movie oh, i didn't um, watch it today because i figured i was gonna wake up tomorrow and it'd be today again that's true. <laughs> you'd have another shot at it yeah yeah, yeah. no uh Groundhog day man fucking bill murray and yep. kind of his I wouldn't say his prime, but like the later end of his prime, Harold Ramis, director, uh, just yeah. a, a, a lot cameo of in it. Yeah. Yeah. 
great actors in this movie. Um, yeah, I also love a movie that celebrates suicide. <laughs> oh, really. Over and over again. Over and over yeah. again. It's kind of a crazy movie. Yeah. Um, but we were talking about this a little bit before we started recording. It's also a little bit divisive. Like you either sort of love this movie or, or not so much. Like my wife doesn't care for this movie at all. I know a lot of people who just are not necessarily that into it. Um, in fact, my father-in-law walked out of this movie in the theater. Wow. Is, that's a bold move, man. That like, is. You know what I mean? So you got to be totally unimpressed with, with what's happening on the screen to just be like, you know what? Fuck this. Like, even with the money I paid, it's just not worth it. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I, I don't, don't hate it, but I don't get the hype at all. Like, I, 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 I've seen this movie maybe three times in my whole life. You know, when it came, I, I'm sure I saw it in the theater. I don't remember. And probably watch it after. And then I tried to watch it this weekend, but I made it halfway through. And I just, so that's what it is. I don't dis, I don't hate the movie. I mean, it's got some funny scenes in it. I just don't get the hype surrounding it. I like and it. I don't uh, know that I ever will. It's a cool concept <laughs> for a movie. And it, unlike Memento, which I hate, <laughs> but, <laughs> but also it's been parodied in so many different TV shows and, and yeah. stuff like, yeah. or not, I don't know if it's parodied or homage to, which, which, <clears throat> would be more likely but i mean it's it's a very uh what was the one that was like came out a couple of years ago, like the horror movie happy death day <laughs> the uh oh yeah yeah happy yeah. death day was the horror take on it there was also like that andy samberg movie that came out in the past couple of years that was a sort of take on groundhog day it was him and a girl and um oh yeah it, you know it was it was basically the same movie you know right just a little bit of a up. different I, I, I really enjoy Andy Samberg movies. You would like it. It was, you know, it was funny, but it was just, can we make Groundhog Day again? You know, but in 2020. <laughs> um, yeah, man, Groundhog Day, it's, I would consider that like a cult movie. Oh, definitely. Yeah. You know, I could see that. Um, and it's got like some interesting backstory to it. Like if you dig into it, that was the start of like the, the big feud between uh, Ramis and, and Murray. Um, that sort of, I guess that movie soured their entire working relationship, their personal relationship. They didn't make peace until uh, Ramos was on his deathbed. Like it was, yeah. you know, I don't know, man. But as a film, I think, I think it's, it's clever for the time. If that makes sense. Makes sense. Like it was a novel idea. And then they, you know, it worked and then it got done 5,000 times and yeah. you know you go back and revisit it and it's like okay we're doing the Groundhog Day thing like yeah but maybe they you were know, the first to do it yeah I mean a couple of things Bill Murray seems to have a feud with everybody at one point <laughs> That's or another in his life Yeah, because he's just yeah. he is a bit of a dick Um, he's on kind of a lovable dick I kind of guess yeah yeah I don't know like that french fry story with him is hysterical you've heard that one right yeah, that's this guy's sitting at McDonald's and, and Bill Murray walks up and eats oh, some yeah. fries. No one's gonna believe and you. just looks at the guy and no one's ever gonna believe you. But and another another one cool thing about the movie is that uh, you know, with all the, the cult status and the research about it, I just looked it up again. Apparently he lived he was in that loop for thirty almost thirty four years. So he lived that day like twelve thousand times. Oh god. See, I, and I don't know how that was figured out because I'm not that 
I'm not even close to enough into it to fucking like research it further than that. I'm basically reading the headline, but it was like 12,000 something times. I, I was under the impression that, and maybe it was like the original script or maybe it was an idea that got scrapped that he was supposed to be stuck in that, in that loop for like a stupid, like, like beyond the, the span of a normal human life. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like thousands yeah. of years. To, yep. To, where he just became like godlike, you know what I mean? Like, really interesting, heady stuff for yeah. a kind of silly fucking movie. Yeah, it's yeah. like Doctor Strange versus Dormammu. Yes, yep. it is. It's basically just that. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, but yeah, it was. It was. I don't know. I'll I'll watch it if it's on. It's not on that often, um, because it's such a dud in my household. <laughs> <You know what? laughs> Uh, and and that factors into it too, man. Like you know, the person you're with sort of has to be on board with what's being put on. And there's not many days where I can be like, "Hey, let's put on this movie that I dig." But I, know I was gonna say, not in my house because I've had to watch 90 Day Fiance and Sister Wives way too many times. Holy shit, Sister Wives! I'm sorry, Joe. <laughs> oh, I hate these shows. Oh, her her new thing is to watch court TV live court cases. There's one that's been going on for like five weeks now, and it's literally the only thing's been on the house for five straight weeks. Is, this- is that the the South Carolina lawyer murder case? No, this is some guy mm. who, in the like early '90s, they think killed his wife with like antifreeze. I don't Excellent. know. Okay. Some weird dude. I tried that; it doesn't work. It was on a TV in my house. <laughs> <laughs> they call that the Portuguese milkshake. <laughs> <laughs> You guys want to talk about God damn it. I don't know if I can recover from that. Oh, hey, wow. Harry, I got an idea uh, for some art. Hold your ears, folks. It's showtime. What's up, guys? Welcome to Masters of the Cinematic Universe. And tonight's episode is a master's class episode where you get to hang out with us boys and just have a good time instead of doing the movie because we've been killing it on movies lately and we will be killing it again on movies. But, uh, you know, we, we can't do the show without some people who also kill it. You know, we have some, some sponsors and people that, you know, really help us out a lot and keep this thing going. Yeah, so we right, figure we're going we're gonna to read that list because uh, these people are, are they, they're nice enough to give us some, uh, some of their hard-earned cash every month. So we're going to do it up front. Uh, so we've got a list of people to thank. We'll start with our founding member, Miss Hannah Christ. Then we got Mr. Peter Bianco. Next, from the Tone Jerks and the Second Button Podcast, Brian Gower. From the Just Surprise Me Podcast, Joe and my co-host, Mr. Will Lehu. Yeah. Uh, from the much-mentioned Signal Path Podcast, or Like My Pedals Podcast, the Texas State Boggle Champs Podcast, and the Texas Size 10-4 podcast, Mr. Tony DeGraw. We've got Mr. Michael McVeigh. Mr. Adam Al-Syed. Next is Michael Van Zant. And last and definitely not least is Mr. UG Rection. Thank you, Mr. Rection. Yeah. If you want to become a Patreon, also you can go to patreon.com backslash M-O-T-C-U and join today. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know if my soundboard works, but we're going to try it. Anything? Anything? Oh, yeah. I care. Yep. All right. We need to thank show sponsor, Mo DeWitt, DeWitt Law. 
you're injured on the go, just call Mo. If you have legal questions, just call Mo. If you get stuck in a time loop and you are reliving the same day over and over and over again and you can't get to the nougat of the moral quandary you're presented with, uh, you can call Mo. I mean, Mo might know something. I don't know. It's worth a shot. He can yep. always refer you to someone who specializes in moral quandaries and time loops if he doesn't. So that being said, thanks again to uh, show sponsor Mo Do It. And like I said, I mentioned, check out justcallmo.com. There is stuff on the uh, shop section for free or for cheap. I mean, just fucking panties. You can get some Mo panties. Who doesn't want some Mo panties? I want some Mo panties. <laughs> More panties, more panties, more panties. More panties, more problems. More problems. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> Dude, you owe me a Coke. <laughs> oh, yes. Um, did you play the the cute little baby girl telling us that you're a piece of shit for if you don't have Patreon? You mean this one? Visit patreon.com slash M-O-T-C-U to support the show, you cheapskate. Yeah, you do that. There you go. Don't be an ass. <laughs> yep. It doesn't uh, take much. A, a buck a month. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. You you can do it. <laughs> oh, guys. Well, there's only really one thing left for us to do tonight in the show, and that's to say lights. Camera. Fuck off. I don't 